Disclaimer. The following podcast contains explicit language and adult content. The content may offend some listeners. Relax and don't be a hater. Hello. Welcome to a Walk in the Park podcast. This is Riss. And this is Babs. And in our podcast, we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of wine, cake, laughter, friendship, success, families, fun, the extraordinary. We're happy you're listening. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I love it. Let's just get this walk started, baby. Woo-woo! Guys, how do you talk about life when you haven't even lived at all? And how do you talk about love when the only thing you love is your dog? I don't know. Well, this is just a doozy of an episode. We talk about biblical weather, various TV shows, David Spade, Canada, my ongoing move, politics, Pete Buttigieg, and the dead blackbird. Oh, you heard me, the dead blackbird. That is the highlight of the episode, and it's in the second half. Please do listen and try to enjoy. Hello. Hey, Riss. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. Are you really okay? Or are no. You... no. <laughs> but we will get to that a little later. Okay. <laughs> First, we're going to hear some fun updates from you. Oh, yes. About the world in general. Okay. So, things going on in the in the United States at the moment. <laughs> we just talked about this. Um, uh, lots of tornadoes. Which I don't get. It's but like biblical. It's like the weather is biblical at this moment. It's it's getting to be like what? And it's every day. It's not just a season. Okay. It's like this is tornado. Something's going on and a lot. And hmm. they're not. You got. You could watch some of the footage if you feel like googling it. It's just crazy. It's like Wizard of Oz tornadoes. Really? <laughs> like these spouts. Are unbelievable. Huh. Yeah, and it's affecting the whole Midwest and parts of the South. I wonder um, if the Farmer's Almanac predicted this. You know how that book yeah. predicts stuff, uh-huh. like sometimes eerily accurate? Yes. And like Nostradamus and all his predictions. I used to plant according to the Almanac. I think that's a smart thing to do. It's the Farmer's Almanac. Right. So, right. I mean, it, it's a reputable source, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, until this weather turned biblical. <laughs> it's like, it's kind of crazy. Lots of flooding. Lots Jeez. of, uh, yeah, it's just, it's kind of, and the amazing thing is somehow Georgia has remained unscathed. Like, we just, so knock far. on wood, knock on wood. Knock on wood, I don't know if that's plaster. I don't know, well. I don't know when our hurricane, our tornado season is i thought it was right now but i think it's yeah i think it's right now well the tornado that came through our neighborhood was back the first week of april in 2006 yeah. uh-huh. excuse me i'm and tired too was the neighborhood i lived in until saturday yes and now i do not live there because i'm living in the orchid it is a wonderful segue. It is a wonderful segue. <laughs> so, and did I tell you? I don't think I've told you. Nobody's picked up on this yet when I've said that I'm naming my new residence the Orchid. They haven't picked up on the uh, the double meaning because, of course, it's the obvious one is that it has the street name has the word Orchid yes. in it. But 
the orchid was also the name of the Dharma Initiative's space on that wonderful television show, Lost. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, so you were into I'm that show? I'm super pleased. Oh, yeah. I've watched that. I've watched that. So I watched that show while it was on TV. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Jonathan and I binge watched the first two seasons and then we were caught up and we had to wait and watch. Right. And then whenever it ended, years later, because, you know, after having children, your brain forgets things. Right. I went back and rewatched the whole series. Oh, Even wow. though it was like one of those shows where right. once you know how it ends, you're right. like, why would I ever watch it again? But I honestly really couldn't remember how it ended. I know. I know. That, so. I remember at the ending. I remember watching it and going, wow, it was stupid. Uh, yes. Because it's yes. like... And that's with every show. It was frustrating, show. Like, yeah. Currently, Game of Thrones, that just ended this past Sunday. Yeah. And everybody's been complaining the whole season. Mm-hmm. And my thought is, well, first off, it the the story that it was based on was never finished by the original. Like, he never okay. finished the series. Because he died? or uh, No, just he just never finished. Okay. He left it. And so, therefore, people, they the writers had to go in and create their own spin on everything. Mm. And then I'm like, but what what do people expect? Like, what's the expectation when something ends? It's like The Sopranos was the same thing. Everybody complained when that series was over. You know what they expect? The ending they want. Exactly. So, for example, I um, The Big Bang Theory ended last Thursday. Which my mom said was good. It ended the it way... It ended well. Okay, it good. It ended well. Because... But I think it's probably easier to end a half an hour sitcom, even if it's been on for 12 years, more easily than a super detailed Game of Thrones level. Like, Jonathan watched it. I never watched Game of Thrones. It was two. I watched literally the first 30 seconds of the first episode, and I was like, (laughs) nope, not for me. And uh, But Jonathan watched it, and yeah, he said the same thing you did. Like, people were complaining about this season that it wasn't as good. He also said it was a short season. It was, yeah, only it was like eight, six ep- uh, eight. eight episodes. Okay. I haven't watched it yet, so I'm going to go back and, bin- and binge watch this last oh, really? season. Well, this is what Jonathan told me. He's like, in other seasons, you know, it used to take them like three episodes to get across the kingdom or something. Yes. He's like, and in the final season, it was like, okay, they're starting on their journey. Oh, cut to they're there. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> like, they had to compress mm. a lot into a shorter um, story arc story time story episode i don't know um which really if you think about it they didn't they could have went like 10 episodes 13 episodes which is what it normally is either they were losing some of the actors maybe maybe. or they just whoever is in charge of it had other projects to move on to or they don't want to pay for that many right i don't know but yeah so that's interesting yeah game of thrones so yeah anyway do they so, have biblical weather on Game of Thrones? Uh, no, <laughs> but they have dragons. Oh, really? So that's oh. almost as bad as the weather. I didn't <laughs> know. Because you never know when you're going to have a rain of fire. <laughs> a rain of fire. I, I guess I didn't know that Game of Thrones had dragons. Oh, yeah. So it's yeah. like a fantasy it's, show. Yeah, it's, kind of, it's, it, it's almost medieval. Right. And it takes place in a world where there are seven kingdoms. Okay. And every the whole thing is the main, I'll call it, uh, country. Mm-hmm. 
runs the rest of the countries, kind of. I so see. So the whole point is to be on that Iron Throne. Okay, that and seems whoever... a little like Hunger Games and the districts and which district controls everything. That Yeah, kind <laughs> of, yeah, yeah. And there are dragons, and there's a little m- magic, not a little bit of magic, but it's more huh. medieval than anything. Interesting. Yeah, but it's, like I said, it's all, it's all fake. Okay, well... I don't think that's ever going to get on my list of things to to watch. But, like, The Big Bang Theory was something that I started watching literally probably seven or eight seasons in. I didn't watch it for the longest time because I thought the name of the show was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what I thought. But... How do we get on this subject? I know it was moving. Oh, Orchid. That's the it. Orchid the Lost. And Lost in the Dharma yes. initiative. Oh, just so delightful on so many levels. <laughs> uh. I always watch that show. I watched it all the way through. Yeah. And I did, every episode I was like, like I didn't learn anything. But you weren't necessarily meant to learn anything. You were supposed to deal with the characters and how they couldn't figure it out. Yeah, I remember at a certain point, I agree, I remember at a certain point thinking, however, that the writers didn't know what the heck they were doing and that they got lost. (laughs) But they always said from the beginning they knew how it was going to end. Right. And so they built up to that, but still, the end was still confusing. Right. Like, in fact, well, I think Jonathan was... You know, I I think I was confused and Jonathan had to explain it to me because I was just like, wait, what? Right. And I don't want to go into it too much here because maybe somebody listened to us and seen the show, hmm. but it had a very like unbelievable ending. That's not the right word. It just wasn't the ending I expected. Right. So I still enjoyed the show though, obviously, because I watched it through the whole series through twice but of course the second time I watched it was because I couldn't remember how it ended so right. <laughs> I really wasn't that bothered by it. I think what's fascinating about Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and this is why you might want to consider it is that it doesn't I think what drew people in was that it was very unexpected all the time so people like you know unexpected. how you know how, like, if you're always expecting the good guy to win? Yes, that's what I like. Okay, well, that type of nonsense does not happen. Well, that, that, <laughs> that's why I will never watch Game of Thrones. I like the nonsense where the good guy always wins. <laughs> Hence, I always watch my, like, law and crime, sh- like, NCIS. The good guy always wins in NCIS. They always right. get their man. Right. Slash no, woman. Game of Thrones, that doesn't necessarily happen. And that's what keeps you watching because you're like, oh, no, <sighs> no. Oh, and you're screaming at the TV. I couldn't handle it. Yeah, I couldn't handle it. It's pretty I would, good. And would... then there's also the, I'll, I'll call it the soft porn. Yes, I, I can't watch loud. soft. I can't watch soft I know, porn. I know. I don't like that it. That was a little disconcerting in the beginning, but then I think it kind of, it does taper off. That's what as Jonathan the said. He goes. said the first season was really bad. Ridiculous. Yeah. It's and like, then, is this necessary? Right. How are you advancing the plot here? Right. You're not. You're not. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So, we're As talking... As you know, my Puritan background, I don't like that. I know. In I my know. entertainment. I know. And <laughs> I really don't like it either. I don't, don't know that it's always necessary. It happens I, in real life, I but it's say, like... I think there are people out there that do like it. Yeah, I think yeah. there's a lot of people that watched it just for that reason. Okay. That's what I think. I know David Spade did. 
I'm glad I didn't have the water in my mouth when you said that. <laughs> He's been giving these, he likes to give <clears throat> these reviews of The Bachelorette because he loves watching that show. Oh and he does his updates on Instagram. Oh, God. But now he's been doing it about Game of Thrones, and the whole thing is he's never watched Game of Thrones, so he decided to That's watch awesome. it. Oh, was, I thought he was just going to do it without watching it. No, I think he was binge watching, and he's like, just to catch himself up, but he's like, if you haven't watched it, here's what happened. And it's like 10 minutes of a review. <laughs> and they're they're just comical. That's hilarious. It's comical, but he's like, yeah, there just wasn't as much porn in this show as I thought there would be. Oh, my be. God. That just is classic David Spade. Yeah. Just even from that show he was on. Oh, you remember. Which one? Because he's been I know. in a couple. Oliver Hudson was on it. Um, and Jeff from Seinfeld. Olian's boyfriend. Tall guy. Oh, I, that's the show I love. Oh, yeah. What is that men, though? Something that... We need to Google that. No, yeah. not men something. It was... Uh... I'll, I'll figure it out. Okay, you figure it out. And I'll just say something quickly about Canada. Okay. One of well, the things... we, sh- we should close out the fact that you moved. We have to get back oh, yes. to that. Oh, yes. I've moved. We're actually sitting in the Orchid currently in my salon in the Orchid. I'm super excited that I have my <sighs> some of my books back out around me. It's a fraction of my book ownership, but I purged a lot of books. I gave one to one. I gave many, many books to a mutual friend of ours, a whole carload full of books, and... I have also donated some to various charities over the past couple months, and some are in storage in my offsite storage area, but some are here. Kind of like this book from Canada that I'm holding right now, <laughs> called The Red Door Inn, a novel by Liz Johnson. It's part of the Prince Edward Island Dream series, and for our viewers to remind them, my, mater- my paternal Nana's family is from Cherry Valley, Prince Edward Island. And so I decided to avail myself of some available literature. And I have not started reading this yet, but maybe I will. That's another side note. You have a library of books. You don't even have a lot of books. You You could probably start your own public library. Well, but not because I just downsized a lot. So. Yeah, that's true. But you did. I did. Yes. yes. You gave away, tell me how you gave all your books, not, not all, all but a lot of books to mm-hmm. a friend of ours. Yes. And what did she do with them? She sold them? She, yeah. Her daughter's school was having a sale to raise money for like the class trip to Spain next year or something. That's awesome. So they were having a book sale. But I had also donated boxes and boxes um, to uh, Foster Care Foundation. Great. That's awesome. Seasons. I know. And I will continue to buy books, but I am basically out of bookcase shelf space, so I'll have to figure that out. But um, I'm going to tell you about the Red Door Inn briefly, and then I'm going to say something else, and then you're going to say something. Okay, is that going to work? That's how it's going to work. work? Okay. (laughs) The Red Door Inn took my breath away. Highly recommended. Oh, wait, is this like a romance series? Uh Oh, I can't remember. Colleen Coble, author of The Inn at Ocean's Edge and the Hope Beach series. All right. Marie Carrington is broke, desperate, and hoping to find sanctuary on Prince Edward Island while decorating a renovated bed and breakfast. Seth Sloan moved 3,000 miles to help restore his uncle's Victorian B&B and to forget about the fiancé who broke his heart. 
He wasn't expecting to have to babysit a woman with a taste for expensive antiques and a bewildering habit of jumping every time he brushes past her. The only thing Marie and Seth agree on is that getting the red door in ready to open in just two months will take everything they've got, and they have to find a way to work together. In the process, they may find something infinitely sweeter than they ever imagined on this island of dreams. Okay. Sounds boring. That's weird. But Liz Johnson fell in love with Prince Edward Island the first time she set foot on it. When she's not plotting her next trip to the island, she works as a full-time marketing manager. She's the author of nine novels, a New York Times bestselling novella, and a handful of short stories. She makes her home in Nashville, Tennessee. Interesting. There you go. Okay. I'll let you know if it's boring. <laughs> it sounds like a romance If I now. start and finish it. I am a little worried now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Not God. that they're bad, but... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, wait. Were you going to talk about politics now? Oh, I, very briefly. Okay, because I was going to say something to segue you in. Well, I'm going to update you. Okay. Last podcast, mm-hmm. we discussed the Democratic Party and how there's a lot of people in it. Or running for running. president. Running, yes. And um, it was at 22. Mm-hmm. That's what 22 candidates are yes. running. Uh, now there's 23. Nice! <laughs> <laughs> and I think that last person that added himself was Mayor de Blasio. He's the New York oh, City really? mayor. And he's... Horrid, and then and let me make it let, let me make it as clear as I can to say how horrid he is. They were discussing this on the View uh-huh. last week, yes. and Whoopi Goldberg ripped him a new one. I was like, oh no, and it was great. Ooh. Almost everybody on that panel was like, just had horrible things to say about him. And he was there. No, no, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> No, but they, you know what? No, I don't want to have ripped into so him I anyway. Yeah, so. I didn't know, right? So there. it was very interesting. Only one person on on that ta- at that table had anything nice to say, and I, there were a couple of things he had done for the city, mm-hmm. but they were negligible compared to some of the things that are negligible, negligible, really, negligible, negligible, really negligible. bad. I mean, it's just like, oh god. I mean, there's actually like piles, piles of garbage. On subway cars, which there never was before. I don't understand. Are they transporting this to some off-site location? No, they're just not picking up garbage anymore. It's just like, it's oh. it's starting to pile up in parts of the city. Oh. And now it's even piling up in places like the subway. It's Are horrible. they trash people on strike? No. They're just not doing a very good job. They, they change the way they do it. And oh. it's just... Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So I'll stay away from New York City for a while. Exactly. Um, yep, so that's the update. 23 candidates for the Democratic Party. Okay. And presidential Presidential candidates. candidates. Well, you have a Oh, and I... also, I wanted to update you. Since our out, because we're going to own her because we love her so much. Okay. Amy Klobuchar. Okay, Amy. Since she's been on Fox. Klobuchar? Klobuchar. 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 Klo- Klo- Klobuchar. I don't Klobuchar. know, but we know who she is. We know who That's she all. is. Ever since she did the Fox News town hall like two or three weeks ago, uh-huh. now all these other Democrats are getting on the bandwagon uh, and they're trying to do town halls. Town halls. And well, Peter, don't they remember that worked for President Bill Clinton? Yeah. So. And Peter Buttigieg. 
Buddha JJ. Buddha JJ. Buddha Judge. No, Buddha JJ. Okay. That's how he's he says the he pronounces it. Has, he's the latest to have been on the Fox, but I think all of them are trying to get on these. Now, is this on, when you say Fox, do you mean Fox? Like that? The channel. But not Fox News. I can't even believe the Fox News channel would have any Democrats on. But yeah. Really? Fox News. It's whatever I watch. On but Chris Wallace is on Fox. Remember Correct. we had this discussion before where I was like, oh, I've never watched the Fox News channel then. Right. And the Fox News channel seems to skew more right wing. Yes. Than news or political programs on the main Fox channel. Correct. But that's all right. Everybody knows where I stand as I served us our waters in my Hillary glasses. By the way. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't notice, notice that. that. <laughs> all, right. all right. Is there anything else we need to update? No. Oh, no, yeah. but I want to know how you still feel about the world because in the last podcast you said that. I love the world. Oh, the world. Yeah. <laughs> um, right now I'm ambivalent about oh, the world. That's a good word. Yes. Because some parts of it are good, some parts of it are stressful. And have I mentioned I'm really tired? Yes, and I feel bad about that. I'm That's pretty tired I too. I had a good, I, I slept really well last night, but it wasn't enough. When I had to wake up this morning, it was like, oh, I just need one more hour. I hear you. Maybe two. And I can't even do that Friday, even though it's the first day of summer for us, because I have an appointment with our chiropractor. Nice. Nice. But you're going away, and you're going to have a delightful time. I hope so. We'll see if I can actually pack any clothing to have a delightful time. Well, you got to find some shoes for certain people in this house. you got to find some shoes. That needs to happen tonight. <laughs> I don't know. Jonathan better hurry up and get home. He's oh, the finder. Gotcha. He's the finder of He's things. He's the finder of things. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we can say bye for now. Okay. Bye for now. See if it actually works. The rhyme song. Words will come to my head. I'm lying in bed. It's hard to breathe. So we're back. I'm having a very aggravating day, but you're going to tell me how to properly pronounce Mayor Pete's last name because I've been butchering. Don't believe that. Oh, you want me to play the thing again? Yeah, yeah, play the All thing right. again. All right. Because All right. I thought it was Buddha Judge. No, Buddha Judge. You might be right. <laughs> you know what? It's just, you kind of just forget. Yeah. Just God bless him. Things. He just needs to be Mayor Pete. That's all. So okay, that's not it. That's an ad. <laughs> Why is the ad screaming? Because he's... How do you pronounce the name of the South Bend mayor who's a presidential hopeful? Well, let's listen to how he says it. Buttigieg. So it's not Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg. It all boils down to the vowels. Buttigieg. The vowel in the first syllable is not like boo, but like book. Uh, book. And the last syllable isn't the a vowel like in judge, but it's the unstressed i vowel like in steerage. Itch, itch. So not a, but the. Buddha judge, 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 judge. Buddha judge.
Now, let's talk consonants. The T is a flat T, which is normal for a T between vowels in American English. It sounds like the D. And the G, is it a hard G like go or a soft G like judge? G, J. Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg. Hard G, not right. It's a soft G. Buttigieg. 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 So that's how he says his own last name, but it sounds like he's pretty understanding about people just calling him Pete. Call him Pete. That's I imagine it like this. If you were to write his name out, it would be J-E-D-G-E. Yeah, Buttigieg. Okay. You got it. Okay. Not judge, judge. Judge. Yeah. Pete but not judge. No, not je. Pete Buttigieg. Perfect. Okay, well, thank goodness. Now, do we know anything about his politics? We know that we like what he talks about. I did hear him. Gosh, I don't know what podcast it was. It might have been the Ezra Klein show podcast, maybe. I was listening to him. He sounds very smart. Okay. He seems like he could put together that piece of furniture over there that I'm struggling with. (laughs) It has like four parts, maybe five, and... We're just going to say it's poor quality craftsmanship, but if Pete Buttigieg were here, very good, he would fix it for me. We'd like to think he would, or he might just hire someone to do it. I'm fine with people who hire people. I'd like to hire someone to dispose of the dead bird. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, it's like I witnessed the end of its life. I didn't see it actually fall over. Right. But you saw. I'm so sad for it. I'll say a prayer for it as I walk out the door. You can take it with you. (laughs) I don't want it. (laughs) Well, I I mean, I technically could take it with me because garbage goes out tonight. Yeah, so you have garbage. My garbage doesn't go out until Monday. Oh, yeah. Did you tell Jonathan about it yet or no? I did. And what did he say? told me to bag it and put it. I'm like, Jonathan. I said, first of all, I'm not touching it. No. You have to take a bag and grab it and then wrap the bag. It's kind of like dog poop. Yeah, then... you can do that. I don't have a dog, so I don't do that. All right. I scoop it. I can do that I have for a scooper. You. No, no. I mean, I can no. just throw the scooper out. Yeah, but you still need a scooper, and you'd have to go back out and get a scooper. So I think don't... I have more than one scooper. Nah, it's okay. We can get it. I can't. I mean, yeah. That's why I don't have a dog. Right. I don't like reaching through plastic and picking things up. Yeah. It's one of the things you have to do. Yeah, no. That's why I have a cat. You scoop the poop. You scoop the poop, yep. Yeah. But I th- I don't know why I See, find I don't that... I have a shovel here either is the thing. I didn't like scooping cat poop. Really? Picking up dog poop seems easier to me. Really? I don't know why that is. Huh. That is interesting. Chris always cleaned the cat poop. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just very easy to me. And it comes coated in nice... Yeah, cat true. litter so mm-hmm. you don't even yeah. have to like really nope. really look at it it just looks like you know that's true yeah. you're right I like that that's good I, good point oh my gosh all right so in this podcast we figured out how to pronounce somebody's last name and we're gonna go out and pick up a dead bird <laughs> yes Because, unfortunately, no animals have come by to get it. There are a lot of dogs in this neighborhood. 
Well, no. Why hasn't dog... somebody just let their dog come and get it? Oh, because that would be bad. No, I was thinking maybe a vulture would pick it up. Oh. But I probably don't know it's there. Like, if it was in the middle of the road, a vulture would have already taken it. Or so a it's hawk. not given. Well, Jonathan did tell me. He's like, maybe you can just sweep it out into the road and somebody else will pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, oh. I was just like, you know. And you know what that is? Uh, I, I want. I don't think that's a mockingbird. But no. No, no, no. That I don't know what kind of bird it is. It has a little blue on it, it's but a it's black mostly bird. black. Mm-hmm. Blackbird. Yeah. Is there a song about a blackbird yep, that I Beatles. could sing? Yeah, there is. <gasps> but I, and it's that a good song. That could be the eulogy? Yep. That's, yep. So how many plastic bags do you need? I have a lot. That's funny. The first thing that came up was blackbird black Well, because your phone was listening to you. Uh, oh yeah, no, just a blackbird. A picture of a blackbird, please. Thank okay. you. Okay. I have the picture on my phone. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yes. Aww. That's exactly what it is. What's the significance of a blackbird dying at your doorstep? Uh let's see. Significance. <laughs> How do you spell so- oh significance? That took a that took a I was glad it wasn't a cardinal. Oh yeah, no. Because that would not that have one. flown. No. Well, symbolic, um, symbolic blackbird, meaning symbolism. of blackbirds. Yeah. Let's see. Um, hmm. The article discusses birds that do not give up their secrets easily. They love to watch us marvel over their messages. Blackbirds demand our commitment to learning their wisdom and do not reveal their meanings unless they are convinced we're devoted ourselves completely to the path of understanding. Part of this understanding comes from the clear perception of the dark and light sides of the universe. Holy cow. But what does it mean that it died? I don't know. (laughs) Transition and transformation. And you just moved here. So that's a transition and you might be going through some type of transformation in the process. So are you saying I'm soon to die? No. It's not a a herald. It's not a hearkening. It's not not a... Consider what is not exposed is unknown. What is known holds infinite possibility. Is it telling me there are secrets here? Maybe. Do you see there's no here to die? Human transformation. <laughs> oh my god, now I'm freaked out. No, this is all good things. These are all But it's good when they're alive. Higher ideals, higher thought, and higher intelligence. You're part that of all died that. died on no, my doorstep. No, no, no. It's but it's 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 not necessarily a bad thing. D- do death. Okay. Blackbird death. Okay, hold on. What if it's like the avian flu? <laughs> <laughs> Significance of a black bird dying, dying on your doorstep. <laughs> Significance of a blackbird dying. Okay. Is there a Google result for that? <laughs> Your face. I know. What's what? happening? All right. Hold on. I'm afraid. It is an omen. Ah! <laughs> the dead blackbird is considered as omen because it represents metaphysical death and change. It could be the death or the end of a bad relationship or a bad financial situation. It gives way for the new opportunities to come into your life. 
Say, I don't have a bad relationship or a bad financial situation. For There's example, if you're in an unhealthy relationship, it is unlikely that a new healthy relationship is going to come into your life if until you're the black still dies involved or healing from the unhealthy one. All right, that's it not just, accurate. That's not applicable to my life. Yeah. No, but it can be. Yeah. You saw the dead bird. I saw the dead bird first. I saw it when it was alive, and I knew it was dying. I don't know how it died. It was just, it was sitting there and it wasn't moving. And you know how when you come up to birds, they move, they fly away. And this bird wasn't. Was it alive? It was alive, yes. But I couldn't, it didn't look obviously injured. It might have just died of old age. Yeah, then when I came back. Or it might have just dead. had something. I know, when Miss Marissa dropped me off, I got in the car. And I was you like, weren't prepared? Oh, I didn't think you'd see it. Yeah, I didn't realize you were on that side of the car. I figured you'd be on the other side. Okay, so I guess that doesn't make sense. But anyway, it's I know. Just, it just means change is coming in your life, and it's all good things. It's not... I know, it's not good for the bird. It's not good for me. What does finding... Well, Miss Marissa and I are going to take care of it together. Yeah. What do you mean? Well, we've got to pick it up. That's okay. Miss Marissa's going to do that part. <laughs> I'm going to support her. <laughs> I, I'll take it. It's okay. We're going to go look and see what tools we have. But I know we can't leave it there because it'll decompose. This one says it is not an omen. So don't worry about it. Oh, Are you just making that up to make no, me feel better? No, it says it right here. Okay. Random occurrences in your life don't have any more meaning than what you yourself put into them. To think otherwise is to descend into superstition... I descend a, that way. And that is a dangerous place to be. It's danger. The dead yes. bird is not an omen. But if you feel that it's an omen of anything, I feel that it's just a random occurrence of change and that you're embarking on that. And if you look at, you've been through a lot. This is the only time in my life that I've seen an animal alive and then come back and seen it dead. Randomly. Okay. Well, I mean, think it's life. It's life cycle it's, i don't want the circle of life in my driveway well the circle of life can happen i'm sure it's nature. happened more than you know in your backyard in the other sure, house in my backyard do it properly crawl into a little corner of weeds uh, and die i wish i had never told you any of this <laughs> <laughs> all right well i think we should go handle this and report back oh, no i'm not i'm not handling this right now am i Am I prepared? Yeah, I'm prepared. I can do it. You can do it. I'm going to help you. You're not going to help. You're going to watch me. You're no, gonna I'm going to help you. All right. I'm going to support you. You can bring that out and we, we can record it. I know. All right, but first I need... Well, okay, we might have everything we need in the garage. Do you have... You know what? Do you have, like, a piece of cardboard? Yes, I have cardboard. Oh, okay. I need lots of cardboard. Slice it up or give it to Wait. me and we'll just Here. scoop it into the bag. All right, we're going to go this go way. This way. Okay. Yes. We're going to go down oh, through this the... this actually might work. You think this might be a good scoop? No, I think the bird's going to fall out through the bottom, and then we're going to scream. Okay. So, I think, uh, I think, I think your cardboard idea is good. Yeah. We're going into the garage. Oops, wait. We're opening the garage door. I don't know if you should witness this, Vivian. All right, first... That's the most quiet I've ever 
garage door ever. All right, here. There's a bag, but do you want like 15 bags? Why would I need 15 bags? Well, that's a big bag, so you can kind of just like roll it, right? Yeah. All right. So uh, what do I want to just use just a slice of this yes. and then psh- Okay. Wait, that has my address on it, so I don't want it to be I don't want the bird to be buried with my address. You think this is big enough? Yep. Okay. All right. Oh, my God. We're doing this in front of an audience. There's a bunch of people out here. Oh. <laughs> that's, uh, oh, that's Tim. Dog. And, uh, Wait a second. that's, that's Tim and Mary Lou. Right I was like, they can't see that it's there. Vivian, what do you see? Ah, I don't even see it. <laughs> oh my God, it's much heavier than I thought it would be. <laughs> it was a big bird. It, it, it's it, not a big bird, but it was a. It, it was big. puffy. It was... Okay, I just did it. All right, put the cardboard in there. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm not leaving it in my car. I'm leaving it out here until I leave. Okay. okay, I think so. I mean, it's been there for hours, so I think. But I would tie it up really well. Yeah, I'm gonna... God bless you, little bird. I hope you find Sorry, you bird. Heaven. If I had like a shovel in a yard, I'd bury Sorry, you. Sorry, you had to pass that way. But... <laughs> <laughs> what is that? It was like, it's a dead bird. bird. A I had to have my friend come over and help me because I'm a wimp. Why do you call John? I don't have his number. Just notice it and be like, oh. It was like a blackberry. He's like this big. Why do you come over and this... knock on our door? That's so well, I didn't want you to know what a wimp I was at the very beginning. <laughs> at the very beginning. In your house? No, no, no. It was like so. I, I don't know. When I was coming and going this morning, I saw this little bird sitting right there, and I knew something was wrong with it because I walked up to it and it didn't fly away. But there was nothing obviously wrong with it. And when I came back hours later, it had gone around the corner and died. You should have called John or anybody. Well, I'll, now I'll have to look up people's numbers, but yeah. It's done now. Yeah, now it's bagged. And my friend's trash comes tomorrow, so she's going to take it with her. I'm like, I can't have it in my trash until Monday. No. No. Uh, it was actually, it was okay. I think it, if it was in the road, something would have off with it yeah saying but nothing saw it so it was just kind of tucked here and honestly it kind of looked like a plastic halloween decoration yeah i mean it didn't like you know the birds was like that is so weird that it would be there i know so we were googling omens (laughs) (laughs) oh all right thank you riss Nothing to see here. Everything's all right. We got it. I can't help it. Didn't I tell you animal spirits actually pass through me? Did you know that? No, they don't. No, they do. No, they don't. Yes, they do. And they have my whole life. No, they don't. Something pass through you? I think I was too traumatized then. All right. No. No, but it's like when I pass, like, okay, classic example, when I pass roadkill, my whole body convulses. Oh, 
be psycho, psycho, like somatic. Psycho-somatic, yeah. I don't think the spirits pass through. They do. I don't think they do. The spirits <laughs> of the roadkill <laughs> pass think, through me. I think you're perfectly fine. Okay. Well, then we could say bye for now. Bye for now. Wait, we got. We just. Oh, we should have gotten that on video. I know. But don't worry. We're going to be right back. Oh, okay. Just not in this episode. Okay. (laughs) Bye for now. Bye. This has been a season two episode of A Walk in the Park podcast. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please head on over to Apple Podcasts or Google Play to rate, review, and subscribe. We'd really appreciate it. You can also follow us on our social media accounts. On Twitter, that's at a wit podcast. On Facebook, you can find our A Walk in the Park Facebook page by searching at A Wit Podcast. And on Instagram, you can find us at A Walk in the Park Podcast. We'd love to hear from you.